Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. difference uh-huh okay no no i'm no i'm gonna say this yo honestly if you look at that um if you look at that chiefs team they would present an offensive problem that that the, the cowboys would really have to deal with Sauce at that fuego, yeah. Stay with that sauce like Alfredo, yeah. Blessings they come when he say so. Hold up, hot to my haters, I may know, yeah. I put my homies on payroll, yeah. Placed at the top like oh, a yeah. can't go. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. Let's check this out, guys. <laughs> what we're hoping for is that we get a lot in this week. It's going to be a lot to talk about. We're going to start off like we did last week, just a little bit because of the way it looks right now. You have the XFL. And so far, after two weeks, it's a pretty decent product. We can't say that it's not a good product. I do see a pretty decent product on the field. The question that I have for both of you all is very simple. After two weeks, what we've seen we've seen the story before. We've seen the story play out before. And actually, it was about right now when we start hearing about players not getting paid or there's going to be some type of salary thing. And people start looking around weird, like, well, how long will this last, right? The question is this. After two weeks, after looking at this situation, comparing the AAF, what we saw before, and the product they put on the field before, to the XFL now, who do you think puts the better product? Who do you think put the better product on the field? Who puts the better product on the field and has you captivated, has you watching? If you looked at them, we have to compare them after two weeks. Who put the better product on the field in the first two weeks? Was it the AAF and the way they did it or the XFL? We'll start off with Conrad. What do you think, bro? Well, you know how Westside thinks. I'm an optimist for everything, um, especially especially new leagues. Um, any for me, I have been a I have a big beef with the NCAA, so you know I'm going to go against it at all times. But now, when you look at the quarterback play for this one and compare the two, the quarterbacks is hitting differently. Uh, in the AAF, the AAF, the quarterbacks are like, oh, man, I'm about to sling this rock and I'm going to complete passes. As to this week, you only have three quarterbacks like doing their thing. And, you know, let me, let me point out quarterbacks of color. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. But like you, you got three quarterbacks doing, doing big things, man. And I'm just like, yo, okay. What are the rest of the quarterbacks? Well, you got other quarterbacks blaming, you know, oh, I'm blaming the coach because they they don't have a good offensive plan. I got another quarterback that is literally, um, he's literally, uh, he's literally uh, doing this rotation game. I mean, if you look at how they they they, tar- they trash Aaron Murray last week, how he played for the for the Tally- uh, for Tennessee. Oh, I'm sorry, the Tampa Vipers. I'm sorry, too many T's, guys. <laughs> And like as I'm as I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, this is terrible, bro. But the defense, the running backs, and the wide receivers when they got the ball in hand, 
that's where it was must-see TV. So, as far as the second week goes, AAF got this edged out only because of the quarterback play. Other than that, it was great football. I'm glad you bring him Aaron Murray. He is a guy who a lot of people in Georgia loved Aaron Murray, right? And so when he got a chance to play for the Atlanta Legends, you just thought he was going to light it up. And he, for the Atlanta Legends, was not great. He he did not play well. He disappointed there. He did not look like the quarterback who should be the guy. Sometimes he came on. He did do a little better. Some weeks he had, you know, pretty decent weeks. Most weeks he did not. At the same time, you're right. I, I love the fact that you bring up the quarterback play. I saw quarterback after quarterback not do extremely well. However, there were some quarterbacks who did look great. There's a quarterback for the XFL who might be the XFL version of Lamar Jackson. He had pinpoint passing, right? And we'll talk about that in a second, but you talk about those guys, and I don't want to mess up the voice's point, so I'm going to stop it for a second. But I, ha- I I'm glad you brought up the quarterback play. I do see where you're saying, except the AAF edges out based on quarterback play. All right, Voice, where you headed with this? How you feel? I feel like the AAF had me more captivated mm. than the XFL does. When the AAF was playing, I was looking for the games on Saturday. I was trying to watch every single game that I possibly could Saturday, Sunday. I couldn't miss a game, not just my team's game or whatever team I chose, salute to the Battlehawks. But I wasn't just trying to watch my team. I was trying to watch every team. And I can't say that that's the case this go-round. And I think it has a lot to do with who they have because they really don't have any names. When you look back at the AF, just the coaches alone, you had Spurrier, Martz, mm. Erickson, Singletary, Rick Neuheisel was supposed to coach. Oh, and I'm sorry. Rick Neuheisel did coach. Brad Childress was supposed to coach in Atlanta, and he couldn't. Now, on the XFL side, you got some names coach-wise, but it, it just doesn't have the same cachet. June Jones, Bob Stoops, Kevin Gilbride, Jim Zorn, Mark Tressman, really good names, but it does not have the same cachet. I like what they're doing by trying to use people that are native to that area or have played in that area to pull people in, i.e. here in St. Louis, uh, Asa King is is the receivers coach for the Battle Hawks. I was like, oh, okay. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. I remember uh, when he was with the yes. greatest show on turf. Yes. You yes. know, uh, June Jones at SMS, you know, so he's there in that same area, you know, so uh, Kevin Gilbride in New York, I mean, it, it's nice, but they just don't have the same cachet as the AF coaches or the AF players. Well, let me Not ask you yet. this real quick, then. Let me ask you this real quick. When you looked at um, when you looked at how how new the AF was, I mean, it was fresh because like there was nothing up to that point for what for like ten years. So I just I just it so it was a fresh look. So that's why the AF kind of captivated us. The thing is. We're in our second. We're literally in our second year of a new league. So year two of a new league, you know, maybe our curiosity went down a little bit. So that's that's why I kind of like stuck out there like that. And then on top of that, it's coming off the backs of different Super Bowls. So the first Super Bowl that came off the back of was the St. Louis and uh, Patriots playing. And 
I'm sorry, not St. Louis, but uh, LA. LA. Talking about yeah, you know the real, the real, the real team. But we see, we see LA and um and 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 uh, New England play, and it was a terrible game. So we were still hungry for football. So you got a whole bunch of people. Oh man, this is great football, great football, great football because they're coming off the backs of a really bad game. As to Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy G, a really good shootout. Midnight in Miami, we love it. So we're like, oh man. So now our curiosity went down a little bit just because I, were, that's that's a nice. It was, it was just good. It was just good football that we're coming from. And keep in mind that the, the season that the season that Lamar Jackson had was a great season because he ripped up the league and he did something that uh, you know a lot of quarterbacks couldn't do. And and you know we had another Michael Vick come, so our 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 hunger and our appetite was kind of kind of kind of settled. And then we I, saw, I don't think you know, so. I, I, I don't think so. I think the better the play is, the more you want to see football. If mm-hmm. it was garbage, and especially with all of the baggage that came along with the previous season, you're with people watching, not watching, and things of that nature. No, I I, I disagree wholeheartedly. Um, with, I understand where you're coming from, but I respectfully disagree. Okay. Look, I'm, 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 I'm gonna tell y'all this, yo. Check this out. Now, I love the fact that you bring up quarterback play because the AAF did have better. It looked like quarterback play from jump, right? And right. I love the fact that you bring up coaching voice because that makes a lot of sense. Um, if you look at the quarterback for the XFL, though, I feel like even though collectively, I think overall there was better quarterback play for the AAF. There was somewhat because honestly, I don't know if you remember or not, but guys were dropping the ball a lot. So even though the quarterback seemed to be putting it, you know, in places, wide receivers were dropping the ball everywhere. I felt like there was a combination of a quarterback and a coach that made this whole AAF a little bit better of a product to look at overall. It was Steve Spurrier and um, Gary Gilbert, right? If y'all beautiful, remember, it's a beautiful combination, beautiful combination, by the way. Y'all remember the Orlando Oakland. Apollo? So I. Yeah. And this is what I looked up. I see you, voice. Overall, though, scoring, and I think this overall scoring was up. In week two, scoring for the AAF, 161 points total, right? So that was more scoring. It's not crazy significant, but if you look at what's going on with the uh, XFL, only 148 points in that spot, right? There were some times where teams were completely shut out in this case. Um, You didn't see teams shut out in the AAF. And the best teams, remember the Orlando Apollo, 40-6 to was the first week. That's Steve Spurrier, 40-6. to Steve Spurrier and Garrett Gilbert, the second week, they put up 37 points. In two weeks, that's a total of 77 points. And they were throwing out the wazoo. Charles, Charles Johnson, wide receiver, they were killing it, right? And you looked at that team. Overall, I felt like the AF had some names, though. Johnny Menzel, um, well, he came later. But Trent Richardson, Denard mm-hmm. Robertson, all those guys that people cared about looking at. Um, but I feel like the XFL has a lot on their shoulders. You mentioned it. Cardell Jones is going to be – he's going to be a staple for this league. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. If you don't That's know him. That's a bad man. You should know him a bad man, right? All right, cool. So let's move on. Guys, so we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. And I know everybody didn't watch it because you probably were thrown off by what happened in years past. But last night's NBA All-Star game was great. 
It was phenomenal, right? They they and look, a lot of people were were like, "Oh, what's this thing going to be? The stupid thing where you um erase the scoreboard every you know every time, right?" Well, they they erased it, but you you still knew the overall score. So even though they erased it, you knew the overall score. The first quarter, it was Giannis's team versus LeBron's team. LeBron team takes it. Third quarter, I mean, second quarter, Giannis team takes it. Third quarter, I think Giannis team took that one. In the fourth quarter. They're looking for a combined score. We're trying to get to an overall point total of 157. It was great, great basketball. The question is, a lot of people were like, man, that's the first time in a while you've seen, man, dudes were hitting the floor. I'm going to tell you something that was crazy. James Harden played defense last night. What? Yes. Yes. Like straight up defense. And then you had. Barely. Hey, no, not barely. He played hard defense. He wasn't good at it, but he tried. (laughs) <laughs> there you go that's what i was looking for go ahead he really tried it was ultra competitive man um my question is do you believe and look honestly you saw a lot of guys go one-on-one it was crazy man you you saw um what's my guy's name the the crazy one from uh philadelphia oh man i'm missing MB? his name mb mb yeah, mb you saw mb go one-on-one with lebron and then B put the work on Bron, especially when they went down in the paint i'm dead serious I, I, i'll give you that yeah, that. look, he either made him foul or he hit the shot on him every time. They went. Brian is old. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, now let's look at this, guys. Was last night, if, if that's the type of game it was, do you think it w- could be arguably the greatest NBA All-Star game of all time? What you got? We'll start off with Conrad. What you got, bro? Uh, Sure. Let's go. I know I'm. I don't know, man. Like, cause keep in mind, like, I my favorite NBA All Star game was like back in like I want to say about '06 or whatever. And the thing is, I knew a lot of the players there at the time, and um, and you know, I was a young, I was I was a young kid, so like, so the '06 one, you know, you just had you just had a lot of a lot of uh star. It was it was star studded. You know, Shaq was still doing this Doug Thug Jizzle. The Flash was the Flash still, and you know, I mean, it was just, it was just, a, it was more fun. And then, like you, you know, saying it was a, it was a battle between the East versus the West. And you know, I'm always gonna be an East guy because we'll, we'll go Knicks. But you know, my again, my Knicks weren't really all that great. But you know, we we tried. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. Try back then. Now this 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 game was it was it was exciting because. First off, I don't know if you caught the 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 jerseys. It was two and twenty four. I love that they gave Gianna love. I love that they gave Gianna love. Yeah, and, um, I love that too. And I thought then, it was gonna like, be twenty four versus eight, but twenty four versus two. I thought that was perfect. Perfect, right? And then, uh, and and then you know, I I just love that. I love Trey Young. Trey Young played ball last night. That shot Trae Young was like, crazy. What, Bruh. When I saw that, I was like, "All right, I see why." And, and I see why he's there. But again, that that ticks me off again because I'm like, "They're so young, bro. They're so young." Because he's only he's only what he's only twenty. He's only twenty years old. He's a he's still a baby, bro. So and that means like, that we're gonna get good games like this going forward. I don't see going the problem. forward. I don't see the problem. Is that it's it's not that. It's just that. It's just that you see greatness. And it's it, 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 it's it's in front of you, and it's so in front of you so early as to when we were like when we were growing up, everybody had to develop, you know what I mean? Or or you know they doing like four years in school, 
or they're doing like three years or whatever, and then they come out and they didn't they balling out of control, you know. Or you get the high school player. That ain't you know, true. That's not I true. Well, I'm gonna I, tell you I, why I, it's not true because okay. because of the guy we just honored a few weeks ago, Kobe Bryant. Thank you. Yeah, but but he, Kobe was an anomaly. We all no, Kobe, he wasn't. Kobe, uh, uh, you had you had Kobe, Jermaine O'Neal coming out around that time. You had Kevin Garnett who had just come out before then. That was the time frame that Romeo made the song talking about. I'm going straight to the league. Yeah, we had we had a lot of guys coming straight out, and we didn't have to watch them develop. We watched them develop on the on in the NBA. On you're the right. Court. You're right. You're right. But the thing is, we deem a lot of people great in high school now, so it's just like. I don't know. It, it's a little bit different for me, and and, and 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 I mean, no, no knock on them. It's just that it's just that like it, it's scary to me, man. Because I'm like, I'm like, bro, why can't football be like that? Like, I, I'm I'm pretty sure like you use okay. The, we, use we're the talking basketball year. right I know, now. No, let I know me, we're talking basketball, but I just want you to look. I, I know, I know. I just keep just just hear me out. You got football players that that are dope. Their freshman year of college. And like, yo, can I be dope in the NFL? I understand they keep saying the development of the players, but come on, man. I this is why that's why I'm an advocate for the XFL. But you know what? Overall, the game was great. The all-star game was exciting. And my boy got robbed. My boy, my boy, uh, my boy from Orlando got robbed from the duck contest. Just saying that, man. Central Florida all day. Okay. No, the fast. Go ahead. Go ahead, voice. Okay. So I'm going to take us way back in the day, probably before uh, you all's time to tell you the greatest All-Star game that ever was. And that was in 1992 when Magic, who led everything off last night, or I should say at the All-Star game with the Kobe tribute, when he came back to play his last game, his last NBA game, because he had contracted HIV, it really put a for real face to the disease for the nation. But when he came back, played the game, he played and, and listened to the roster for this game. In the East, Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Patrick Ewing, Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley. That's when Barkley was playing for uh, the Sixers. Charles Barkley, Mark Price, Brad Daugherty, Joe Dumars, Reggie Lewis, Dennis Rodman, and Kevin Willis, and Dominique Wilkins. That's just on the East. On the West, you got Magic, Clyde Drexler, David Robinson, Stockton and Malone, Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, Jeff Hornacek, Thunder Dan Marley, Hakeem the Dream, Olajuwon, Dikembe Mutombo, and James Worthy. You had like all the dream team, with the exception of Christian Leitner, who shouldn't have been playing on the dream team anyway, playing in the game. You got, I don't know how many of the 50 greatest players in the NBA all on the court but voice, at the same they, they time. They played as hard as those guys played last night. It was the most emotional game ever. People were crying and, and snotting all over the place. Uh, uh, M- Malone was like, I don't know if I want to play in this game because I might get uh, HIV from Magic. <laughs> it was so much drama surrounding that game. So well, that, that's we had we had that knowledge. I mean, come on, man. There was there was caveman. We're talking about like high flying uh, okay. scoring. Yeah, bro. that that's what I'm saying. So that that is the greatest game ever because of the historical night, significance 
and everything that that went along with it. I mean, you, it's going to be hard to beat that. Was yesterday's game great? Yeah, it was. And it'll go down in history like uh, when Kobe won his MVP. It'll go down in history such as that. But I'm sorry, that 92 game, it, it's got it on lock. I feel you, bro. I felt like last night the spirit of Kobe was on the game. And that, that's what I think. That's what I think when, when, when people remember that game. And I'm telling you why I feel like that. Because for the first time in a while, in that fourth quarter, it was like, and Miles mentioned it in his notes, he said it was like a game of 21, against, but with the best players in the world playing as hard as they can to get to 21. Dudes mm-hmm. wanted to get to 157 so bad, it was incredible. So I felt like, man, there was dudes falling on the floor. It was incredible, bro. I feel you that there are games that have a lot more emotional impact. But like like I'm saying with this game, I feel like this game was very, very, very memorable. And I think it'll go down as one of, if not the greatest, as one of the greatest all-star games of all time. So uh, (laughs) we need to talk about this. There are going to be three free quarterbacks this offseason. And honestly, we don't know if all three will be free. We know at least one is already free. We're assuming the other two will be free. But there will be three, possibly three big-time free quarterbacks this offseason. They're all old, but they all have a lot of accolades, and they all have a lot of fire left. At least we think so. We have Drew Brees, who could be on the outs. He could be leaving the Saints. The Saints are waiting for his decision. He's going to give them a decision in the next few weeks, whether he's going to retire, either leave, or sign back with the team. We have Rivers. Rivers is out. He's out, and he's a free agent. And now we got Tom Brady, who the Raiders are out there, and they said they're willing to make him a $30 million man a year. They're going to give him two years for 60 60 mil. So I I said 30,000, I meant mil. So they're going to give him 60 mil for two years. They're already prepared to do that. Now, my question to y'all is this. Which of these free quarterbacks has the best chance of winning a Super Bowl before retirement? Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, or Tom Brady? We'll start off with you, Voice. Go for it. All right. As much as it pains me to say it, it would be Tom Brady just strictly based on everything that he's done. Now, granted, there have only been three quarterbacks to ever lead two different teams to the Super Bowl. Craig Morton, way back in the day, with Dallas and Denver. Kurt Warner, leading St. Louis and Phoenix, both franchises that were here in St. Louis and left St. Louis. And then Peyton Manning with Indianapolis and Denver. Only one has won in two different cities, though, being Peyton Manning. So he he would be in very rare company to do it, but if anyone has the ability to do it just strictly based on what they've done it would be Tom Brady uh Montana got close when he was with the Chiefs but he couldn't do it uh Brett Favre made some noise in Minnesota but he couldn't do it so it's not something that's easily done but if anyone has a chance of doing it Brady would have the greatest opportunity okay if 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 I'm looking at this situation I have to say it's Drew Brees. And I know it's not what? Why are you laughing? It's true. It's Drew Brees. Because you're a homer. That's why. I'm not a, I'm not a homer. <laughs> Drew Brees. I'm looking at the situation, the same one y'all looking at. 
And I'm saying it, it's clear. The answer is clear. Bro, it's not, look, the answer is You did not. Clear. Did you even listen here. to what we said? The answer did you is listen to anything here. we said? The answer is I'm clear. I'm sorry. You mentioned Tom Brady. It's clear that you it's cannot Tom... be objective. I can't when it comes be to football Bro, and anything related to. I don't even know what y'all talking about. I'm not even. I don't right, even have exactly. a team. That's not even. That's not even a team. What do you mean? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Anyway, so look, when I look at the situation, right, it's clear as Breeze. If Breeze goes back to the Saints, I, I, I'll do this real quick. If Breeze goes back to the Saints, he's in the most. He's in the best situation between all these guys. Rivers is going to have to learn a brand new system. He's going to have to figure out new guys. It's going to be hard for him to do that. He can excel. I, I'm not going to lie to you. But he's never been the guy to, to win you a Super Bowl. He's never been that guy. It's not like he's going to magically turn into that guy. So, no. And Tom, Tom showed me all the stuff that I needed to see in, in a deteriorating quarterback, especially when you don't have weapons. Tom has to go to a team like – I don't know, the Chiefs, in order for him to have big-time weapons like that. He could go down to Miami. Who's your guy? Devontae Parker? Stop it. Okay, now he can go to the Raiders. Who's your guy there, right? Who's your wide receiver there? Tom needs weapons now. Where's he going to go to Dallas? He's going to have to go to Dallas. And Dax in Dallas, and I mean, you know, you could remove, I heard that all that rumors, whatever. Anyway, Tom's going to have to figure out a system for him. Drew Brees, there's already a system in place. There's a whole city in place. There's a favorite wide receiver there. And 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 I would have even listened if y'all would have been like, "Yo, it's it's, it's Rivers because he's thirty eight and he There's has." There's no win now programs right now, bro. I'm sorry, what? franchises. Why? There's no win now or franchises out there. The Saints are already made win now team. They haven't won in three years. Oh, they've, they've won. No, oh, they're won. not. Oh, the they've won. Thing. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm talking gonna... about in recent history, not. Uh, 12 years ago, we're no, talking about the no, past no. five years. Hold on, the past about three years, they've been in the playoffs, they've been right there on the cusp, yes, and they yes. always blaming somebody else for them losing. Oh, if it wasn't for this miraculous play, oh, if they had called uh, the, the penalty like they should have called, if we I hadn't agree. lost, we would have won. Get out of here. All those are clear facts. Look, I, okay, I look, there's a, shirt, there's a shirt right now. I got I to gotta go. We, go ahead, put your mic back to. on, man. You probably don't have to cut <laughs> all of this because you're, um, you're, you, you were glitching, uh, glitching on this, Conrad. Oh, glitching? Oh, yeah. man. You were glitching, sir. And while you were glitching, this clear mic could have been heard by all those listening, but you chose to put me on mute. All right, anyway. So let's move on. <laughs> and I was clearly saying some good stuff there. Y'all missed it. It was great stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah. let's move yeah. on to our classy chat. In our, in our classy chat, we have two teams, man. We, look, in last week we did this. A lot of people loved it. They engaged with us on um, Instagram, on Facebook. They engaged with us on, um, I mean, on every platform, on Twitter as well. When we saw people going back and forth about who was the best two teams out of the Miami Heat and the 2013 Miami Heat, the 96 um, Bulls. And we're going to go back to 96 because 96 was a year of dominance, man. So we're going to head back to 96. And this time we're going to look at the 96 Cowboys. So we're comparing. We're going to see. I wanna, we're in the Super Bowl here, guys. And that, that's my question. We have a Super Bowl neutral playing field. We have two teams. The first team, the 96 Cowboys. Troy Aikman at quarterback. Emma Smith at running back. Irving at wide receiver. And prime Tom Deion Sanders. On special teams, wide receiver, cornerback, 
everywhere you need in prime time is there. That 96 Cowboys team versus the 2020 Chiefs, right? Looking at Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. You got to mention McCole Hartman a little bit, right? But you also have to look at Travis Kelsey. Looking at those two teams, man, and that defense with the Honey Badger. Some people call him the landlord, whatever, right? You're looking at those two teams. If you got the 1996 Cowboys versus the 2020 Chiefs, who you got in a one-time neutral field, big-time winner-takes-all situation? We'll start off with the voice. Who you got, sir? You have to go with the Cowboys. Unfortunately, as much as it pains me to say this, with the Chiefs being the only team in my beloved state of Missouri, um, you'd have to go with the Cowboys. You have... Deion Sanders on one side shutting things down. You have Larry Brown, who was the first cornerback to win the MVP, although that MVP should have gone to Neil O'Donnell because, yeah, he couldn't have done anything. Larry Brown couldn't have done anything but caught him when you throwing the ball right to him. Ain't nobody around but him. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm colorblind right now, and white is black, and I'm throwing it to you. So, anyway... <laughs> um, you know, you you got that. You have one of the strongest men in football ever in uh, in Charles Haley on the line. You got Emmitt Smith and, and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it's the Cowboys. As much as it pains me to say, it's the Cowboys. All right, comrade, what you got, sir? Um... I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Mm. Um, and the reason being because, first off, Dion will be the only player that can keep up with the speed that the Chiefs had. Dion. And Dion would have a tough time trying to lock down their main receiver. He would have a tough time trying to cover that field. Um, and let's be honest. The offensive line for uh, the Cowboys that year does not want to go up against the defensive line that is Terrell Suggs. Um, oh my God! I, I don't, if I could name some names, I, I should should name drop. But anyway, their defensive line was just like nasty. And then on top of that, like uh, I mean, hitting wise and aggressive, uh, being aggressive, yeah, Cowboys might edge that, but at the same time, skill set. I'm sorry, but the Chiefs are a bunch of dogs, bro. They're, they're a bunch of dogs. Travis Kelsey alone probably rip up the the, the Dallas defense. Um, Travis Kelsey didn't do too much in the Super Bowl uh, this year. So what you talking true, about? True, 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 true. That, but still, like, still, like, if they had a chance to play against, you know, cornerbacks with average speed. Keep in mind, everybody on you that got dog. Got Deion Sanders. Team, Come on, man. Larry Brown won Larry the Brown, MVP. Larry and then Larry First Brown you know, to do then it. Larry Brown went to different teams and he got exposed. Sorry, he was just he was just a one one hit wonder. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> he's pretty much he's Mike Jones. Talk Who? your talk, Mike Conrad. Jones. I mean, let's be honest, dog. Um, and 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 I'm sorry, but like when you when you're talking about pure athleticism. Against pure athleticism, bro, the Chiefs is gonna like 
run circles around that team. And then on top of that, size. These guys are smaller, significantly smaller than what they're going up against now. I'm sorry. And then and then on top Yo, of that, all season look different. Wait, Deion was like six one and a burner. You're talking about Tariq Hill, who's like five ten, still right. a burner, but you're talking about Deion Sanders, who is a burner burner, you're right? right? You're right. Um, you're going up against right. another burner. I, I see what you're saying with McCole Hartman, maybe. I can see McCole Hartman yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. some work. But he was he's a secondary receiver. And I think, you know, I mean, he's just like any second receiver. And I feel like they had a neat, at least another second corner to deal with that. Right? And, um, but the thing, the thing is, they, they want to play, play contained. You have, now you got Patrick Mahomes that's throwing the ball. They're throwing the ball different. When I'm talking about, like, how skill sets are different now. He's throwing the ball at the side angles. He's, 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 he's running the ball. Teams didn't play contained like that because quarterbacks didn't run. Imagine if they went against. Imagine if they went against Michael Vick in the Super Bowl that year. Oh, hold on, Michael hold Vick would have destroyed. No, so I'm sorry. You telling me? Wait, 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 Steve Young the ran beyond the level of Patrick Mahomes. Right. Beyond the level of Patrick the Mahomes. Level running, bro. Now, if you said Lamar uh, Jackson, that's different. okay. But not Even Steve uh, Young's supposed to compare. Who? Steve Young. Steve Young ran the ball well and a yeah, lot. He did. And a lot. He and did. We just know this. Like I know, I know, and I just want to. What I'm saying is, it's it's the level of speed. Like Steve Young ran, but like Steve Young wasn't like like Patrick Mahomes' speed. I'm sorry. Look, like I'm, like no, like, he was like if you if, if we, we want to keep keep it a buck, I just want y'all to keep keep it a buck. Like, can I keep this a buck with you though? That yeah. Cowboys team, that Cowboys team, if if they were going like that Cowboys team had to go against Steve Young, Jerry Rice. Right, Ken Norton, like they went, they went through, they went through it, right. they went through it before they actually got to the Super Bowl. That Cowboys team, and any anybody, if the Cowboys, if the 49ers had made it, they would have had to go through the Cowboys. If the Cowboys made it, they went through that 49ers team. Both were legendary teams, bro. And right, right, and right. honestly, I love what the Chiefs did, right? But in order for the Chiefs to get there, who they go through? Oh, they had they had to go through the legendary uh... Tennessee Titans. <laughs> the Texans, led by their I'm legendary sorry. quarterback Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, fam. Okay, it was a, it was a, it was a cakewalk. I get you. All right, and they had to come from behind in each of those games. And all three, but cool. Okay, <laughs> fresh. All right, so here we go. This is the last part. What we're doing right now is we are determining who is going to go and represent MTMV Sports as the one guy or female, because we've had a lot of those, um, that a lot of interest as well. Who's going to be the person who's going to go to the 2020 Summer Fest, the GH3 2020 20 Fest? I said 2020 20 Fest. 2020 Fest. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to go to the 2020 Fest? Double 2020. 
in Los Angeles, California, and perform live. There are going to be tons of people there. It's going look, and honestly, the headliners are crazy. The headliners are crazy, right? We got D1, we got Derek Minor, MC Nice is gonna be there, and I they got names out the wazoo. And I'm look, it's gonna be 1K insane. Pew. It's wazoo, it's gonna 1K be stupid. <laughs> yeah, one K few. And look. Honestly, once you hit the stage, you can basically say, oh, I've performed with Derek Minor. I've performed with, you know what I mean? It could be a, a big situation. And look, there's 75 artists in total. 65 have already been named. 10 are left. And one of those people are going to be the person who wins this contest. And so let's get into it, guys. We have four people up today. We're going to select the winner for this week. We're going to put it on social media, let them figure out, you know, who can who did, we're going to take a vote, at least from social media, figure out what they feel. But we're going to start judging things tonight. We're going for a score from 1 to 10 is our score, right? 1 to 10 is our score. 10 means that I believe that this person should be the one going um to the 2020 Fest. I think they have everything that I need, right? And then 1 means I'm not feeling that. I don't necessarily believe that this person should be the one representing the team headed off to the 2020 Fest. All right, fellas, we only have three of us, so we're going to have to bring this out and expand it to social media. But we are going to give our honest critiques on each one of these songs. Here we go. So, going to start the process off. Let's hop in. We'll start off with the first artist. His name is Brother Joe. His song is called Halo. We're going to play up until the first hook. Here we go. Lord, keep me covered with your halo. I don't want to move till you say so. I just want to hear you clearly. Trying to be on fire. Wait, whoa. Trying to be on fire, follow my Messiah. I got to go and preach the word, change of my desire. So when that red light hit, I got to spit it how I get it. So don't get mad, I ain't right it. I just deliver it, no gibberish. Spit facts, quote scripture. In the beginning was the word, the word was with the most high. They one and the same. He spoke, he took on flesh. And what's his name? Jesus. Yahashua Mashiach. Wherever two or three touch the greed that's where he at you are the church the kingdom is within repent turn away be born again lord keep me covered with the halo i don't want to move till you say so i just want to hear you clearly try to be on fire lord keep me covered with the halo i don't want to move till you say so i just want to hear you clearly try to be on fire all right, fellas, here we go. We got that one. How'd y'all feel about it? How'd y'all feel? It had a nice little groove. I, I like what he was doing as far as the content and everything was concerned. Um, the song is not quite for me, but I, I see what he was trying to do with uh, with the music and, and everything. So, yeah, I, I say uh, keep at it. Definitely have some some fundamentals in place. Uh, just overall, it, it wasn't for me. All right, give me a score for that one, voice. I would give it, as far as the twenty twenty fest is concerned, I'm gonna give it a I'll give it a three. Okay. All right. Here we go. Conrad Hilton, Kanye West side. What's good, brother? How you feel about this one? Oh, you know, this is the best side, but uh. Hey man, I love the groove of the. I would say, I'd say the groove of the, the. Uh, oh my God, I forget the name of it. But 
Uh, it's the groove of the uh, uh, hook. Hook, oh, hook, the hook. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but I do like the groove of the hook. The hook was really nice. Um, as far as the verses go, really wasn't for me. Um, but overall, uh, you know, I have to give it a three, only because you need to have a strong uh verse with your hook. When your hook is nasty, you need to make sure the the hook the uh, the verse is gonna come and be awesome. Um. And I think he tried to say too much when he mixed up, you know, the Holy Spirit, the Father, and all that other stuff. He tried to try to be too theological in one verse, and you know, you kind of you want to you want to break down uh, like how Cray would do it. He'll break down the theolo- uh, the the theology in in segments. Just like swoop, he'll break it down in segments, and he'll he'll apply those truths to the song. But hey, overall, you know, it was okay, not for me. Um, I'll give it a three though. That hook was fire, like straight up. I thought the hook was insane. Like I really love the hook. I'm with you on that one, Conrad. The verses was so so. The verse was so so. Not say verses, but the verse was so so to me. Um, I, but I, you know, of, of course, the content was great. I love the fact that that we got so much of that good content. It was a lot of great content in power packed. I would say. Um, just the wordplay. I felt like the wordplay could improve a lot. Um, just more slick wordplay, you know, something that, that makes me feel like, oh, man, this is so cold. Like the way he weaved in his theology, right, with, with his hip hop. Well, not with his hip hop, but with his lyrics was just so cold. I would have loved to to have said that. But I would say the hook was crazy, but I would say the verse is lacking a little bit to me. Um, I still feel like it deserves at least at least a six for me. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. But I, I, I there's a lot to improve here. All right, cool. So let's hop into the second one. Here we go, guys. All right. The second one is called Mood. It's from Zay. It's called Mood. His name is artist name is Zay. And here we go. Zay. It's a mood feeling. New, better than gold, diamonds, jewels, elevated, check my views, going up, how I move, it's a, it's a move, it's a, it's a, it's a move, it's a, it's a, it's a move, when you live your best life, it's a move, hey. It's ridiculous. All this presence on my life look like a Nicholas. All these blessings come from membership, they limitless. Everything been working out since I got in it. Crazy, crazy, but I'm humble, Brady. From the gun, I've been a threat. Don't play me for no jumper, hate me, cause I got the benefits. You should open up your eyes so you can witness it. And maybe you could take the pot before we finish it. Do you know what we doing? Diamond in the rough, he found me. Now I'm shining through him. No, he's shining through me, looking like a pound of rubies. I just let him take the lead like a star in movies. I'ma play the part of Scooby. Right. 
We got 9.5 for Connie West side. Voice, where you at with this one, bro? Man. Um, back in the day, record companies used to send out these uh, tapes and CDs that just have about 30 second clips because generally that's about how long you know or how long you need to know whether or not it's a song that you want to play. And man, that Joker. Yeah, 10 seconds in, I was like, yes, I want it. I want more of it. And then as he was going with the wordplay, feel your presence like a necklace, a pile of rubies, Scooby. And man, yeah, um, it's a mood. It's a mood. It's a mood. And especially for the fest, yeah, I I would say that, that the bar has been set. That's a nine. That's a nine. Awesome. I love it. All right, cool. In my book, I love it as well. This one's an eight for me. Um, well, 8.5 for me, I'll say. Um, I thought I, I definitely want to hear a little bit better mixing and mastering in the beginning because I felt like that was kind of lacking. But honestly, I'm thinking about what translates to the stage. And this will translate to the stage well. Great wordplay. Um, like we talked about in the one before this one, right? I thought the wordplay could have been better. This one, I thought the wordplay was real slick, right? Um Honestly, I like the other hook better. I like the hook in Halo better than I like this hook. Um, but still, this is a, it's a simple enough hook for people to catch on to real well, right? So they'll catch it. They'll vibe with it. They'll like it. I'm going to go, like I say, 8.5. I like this one. Um, and, I, and I think it's definitely, it'll represent well. I think it'll represent well. So I love this one. It's a mood. Dope, dope, dope. All right, cool. Here we go, guys. Number three. Number three. We have called Levitate and the artist's name is Untitled. Here we go. I'm not falling from the sky, I need grace, it's everlasting, yeah. I'm so high above the clouds, see me elevate, yeah. Watch me levitate, watch me levitate, yeah. I'm so high above the clouds, see me elevate, yeah. Watch me levitate, watch me levitate, yeah. I'm so high above the clouds, see me elevate, yeah. Watch me levitate, watch me levitate, yeah. I'm so high above the 
clown, see me elevate. Yeah, watch me levitate. Watch me levitate. Running through. All right. All right. Here we go. Fellas, fellas. Okay, that was untitled. Levitate. All right, we, and like I said before, we're playing at least the first verse and the hook, right? So we can get a good feel for the song. All right, so um, we'll start off with Connie Westside, bro. How you feel about this and where we at with it? Um, it's not for me. Uh, yeah, it's not for me. I, um, I'm, I'm going to give it a 1.5. All right, cool, 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 cool. Voice, where you at with this one, bro? It's cool. I, I like the song. I like the message within the song. It's something that I would definitely have in my prayer list. Uh, so to me, I, I, I really like the song as far as how it would translate on stage, seeing as this is for uh, a spot on the 2020 Fest. From that perspective, I would have to give it about a four. Song I like, but I don't know how it's going to play on stage. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and, and um, you know, I can, I can see a few different things, right? We've seen this before, like the Levitate joint. We've seen that before, possibly. Um, I don't know how it would translate on stage either. I did like the fact that he switched up his flow. So if we look at, if you listen to kind of him going through that whole first verse, he did switch up his flow. I did like that. I did not like that hook. That hook was not for me. It was not, it was not a hook that I think translates well. I don't, I don't, it's not, I, didn't, I don't like the hook. I didn't like the hook. Um, I thought the message was great though. Um, I thought where he was trying to go with it was good. Um, yeah, the message me, was good. Yeah, I think the message is good. I mean, which, which mm -hmm. is, you know, basically what you're going to hear from most Christian hip hop songs, that the message will be good, right? Um, so outside of the message, we have to look at wordplay. We have to look at hooks. We have to look at, you know, production. I think a lot of that stuff was lacking for me. So I'm going to go uh, with the three here um, for Untitled Levitate. And, and that's kind of where we are with it, right? All right, cool. Let's move into the last one. Here we go. Now, this one came in with a video, but the video didn't have great audio. And so because of that, I went ahead and downloaded the song that he sent in so we can hear the audio well. And then I'll post a video later on. Um, but we're going to listen to Chris Elisha, Poe Baby. You'll understand when you get a little older. You still wet behind the ear, super soaker. And we dodging chains with them and rain with the choker. It's gonna be some pain, just gotta remain focused. I can still hear them lonely mothers weep. Grandma's prayers cover me. I see the hate, it's 3D. On TV screens, too late for me, but what about you? Paul, baby. What you gon' do? Uh, you gon' change the world when you learn to speak And you better walk tall with them beautiful feet Poor baby so sweet Poor baby Poor baby Poor baby Don't let this cold world make you cold 
you go, baby. Don't fall, baby. Don't let this cold world make you cold, baby. Never lose your heart or lose your soul, baby. Don't let this cold world. All right, y'all. Here we go. We got whole baby. Elijah. Poe, baby. All right. Here we go. Um, we'll start off with the voice this time. Voice, where you at with this one, bro? Man, I can see this one translating very well. I don't know what he has in mind or what he does when he does shows, but I can see him with the mic saying, Poe, baby, and giving it, Poe, baby. Poe, baby. Poe, baby. Yeah, I, I, the, the hook. <laughs> is infectious um i like the wordplay that he was using the way he kind of pulled some different things together like it a lot it's an eight in my book all right all right Connie west side where you at with this one bro west side the best side tell them how you feel famo you wet behind the ears super boy yeah come wet on behind the ears, super soaker i like that one boy Woo. Ooh, 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 <laughs> babe. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm gonna. I don't know, man. This is a ten for me now, man. I'm just like, I can. I, I you listen to that? Like, you know, what I'm saying it hit, bro. I'm like, yo, because like I'm a southern dude, and um, one song it reminds me of is the song Andre's Three Stacks, Little Wayne, and um. I want to say it was somebody else on that track. Oh, it's Snoop Dogg did together. It was so smooth. If I can remember the name of it. Oh, man. Are you talking about the girl who was like, who was going the wrong way in her life? No, no. That's that's what, uh, that's what, uh, Y Clef. Yeah, that is. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell okay, you sure. what you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought that's what you said. Around me, yeah. Dollar, dollar bill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, it reminds me of that one too. Anytime you do like a southern southern soul mix, I love it. I love it. It and it hit it hit a different way. You know what I'm saying? So he has a he, you could tell he's influenced by Wayne. You can tell he's influenced by uh Andre. You can tell the influence like it it's it's deep in that one. That's deep, bro. That's you got on that one. You deep. giving that a ten? Or what is that a ten? That a ten, bro. That's a That's ten. All right, bet, bet. All right. Um, look, I thought it had clearly uh, for me the best production, the best overall um, mix and mastering for me. I thought it sounded great. Um, he kind of had the Kevin Gates feel to me. So that too. That's I got, what I think I about. A, yeah, I got a clear Kevin Gates feel on that joint. Um, I thought the wordplay was great. I mean, I just, I, I love, I love the thing. And look, you know, it got me a little bit being from Louisiana. You know how much we say baby, how much we love it, right? And and I know all the poor babies in the world who making bad decisions out there. Poor baby. I just want to, you know what I mean? Probably, probably send them this song. <laughs> or either they're not making bad decisions, you know what I mean? Maybe they're just going through a lot in life, you know what I mean? Anyway, right. I don't, I don't get out into it. Uh, so far for the 2020 Fest, it looks like overall the winner of this week is going to be announced later on this week on our show. So subscribe to our uh, subscribe to our podcast, and you will kind of you will hear at the end of this week who wins this week and who moves on to next week. All right, guys. Look, um, hey, y'all want to say anything before y'all leave out? What you got, voice? Just want to say, you know, it's your man, the myth, the legend, 
the voice, and I'm sounding off. Talk to me. All right, Kanye West side, best side. What you saying, bro? Oh, you know it's the best side, Kanye West side. Uh, Poe, baby. Poe, baby. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. That, that's uh, a move. That, that, that that's Poe, a... baby, it's a move. Talk right. to me. Talk to me. Hey, I want to end right there. Look, say it again, and we're going to close it out. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, I'm going I'm to sign out first. Hey, listen up. If you're listening to this, here's what we need you to do. If you're watching this on YouTube, press that subscribe button right now. We need that. If, if we're going to keep doing stuff like this, we need it. So go ahead and press that subscribe button right now. Also, if you're a podcast listener, you love podcasts, we drop podcasts almost every single day. We got new stuff coming for you all the time. Some of the best sports talk you're going to get, especially from your local experts. So go ahead and click, go ahead and visit Apple Podcasts. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. We are there now. So go ahead, go there, find that spot, find it, find that subscribe button and click there. And if you're on Android, don't feel left out of this situation. That's Podcast Republic for you. We're on Android too. Wherever you are, we are. So go ahead and press that subscribe button and you're going to get some of the best, some of the most emotional, passionate, and freshest perspectives you ever heard, right? And especially if we got Conrad on it, you know, you're going to get it, right? You're going to get extremely cool stuff from The Voice. And listen, every single week, we're going to give you something brand new. This isn't your normal podcast. It ain't your normal show. It's not your normal YouTube video. Weekly, weekly, you're going to get Hot stuff from us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And on Sunday, we take a time out to give praise to God and give you a fresh perspective from no none other than my man, The Voice. So go ahead and subscribe right now. You're going to get awesome stuff almost every single day of the week. So anyway, that's us, man. We love you. God bless you. We out. It's a mood. Yes, sir.